your Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Avalanche fans, welcome to the Locked On Avalanche Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, Chris Maselli, with another episode of the podcast dedicated to your Colorado Avalanche, the favorite Colorado Avalanche, or whatever. We will get into that later on, and uh, we have hockey. with the, the deal that we have been talking about for the past couple weeks, uh, if you've been listening to this show, pretty much... Uh, as we have been saying it, is finalized. So uh, as of yesterday, we know that we will begin our hockey season January 13th like we thought we would. A little bit of a wrinkle into the Avalanche division, but we will get into all of that fun stuff, including uh, will there be fans allowed, the playoff format, which is going to be changed, and uh, we will definitely take a look at that Avalanche division uh, a little bit more closely because uh, it got interesting in terms of how the playoffs are going to be seeded and that little wrinkle that they threw in with a team that we didn't anticipate being in the Avalanche division is. So what does that mean? And then, like I said in the beginning, Nathan McKinnon giving an interview on a podcast and had maybe the quote of the season already and uh in in a very nathan mckinnon type of way so before we get to all of that follow the show on social media outlets on twitter l-o-p-n underscore avalanche on instagram search for lockdown avalanche and send any questions comments concerns opinions to lockdown avalanche at gmail.com what's on your mind with this shortened season 56 games do you think that helps the abs do you think it hurts the abs let me know. Send me an email. So let's start there. Uh, return to play. It is final. The NHL and the NHLPA have agreed to a 56-game season starting January 13th. Uh, there will be no preseason. Training camp will start January 3rd. So we'll get through our uh, holidays and then players will start showing up to, to training camps. And... Uh, you know, th- there's some people who think like, well, you know, this they, they really should have followed the model of the NBA. The NBA is doing a 72 game season, so they're really only losing 10 games. Obviously, hockey's losing a handful more. Uh, hockey's just not in the same, I guess, category as the NBA when it comes to financials. So there's a lot more to sort out. And the owners tried to get greedy. And the players stood their ground, and I think the owners realized that pretty quickly, that we can't have this back and forth. The longer we have this back and forth, uh, the longer this goes, and the shorter our season is. And it's already going to be short to begin with, so they backed off, which is not something the owners will typically do. But I think for for now, they realize this is just a an odd situation. So they had to uh, meet halfway. And that's what we get. We are going to get a 56-game season. And as far as the fans go, I haven't heard anything on the fans other than that individual teams. I think it's going to be something that most other sports are doing. And it's dependent on the state and how 
strict the state regulations are when it comes to social gatherings. I've heard the Panthers and the Stars are going to allow fans. Uh, the I think the Stars I heard 5,000 per game. Uh, the Panthers, I didn't hear a number, but I heard like some percentage. And there could be more. This this All of this stuff has just been coming out just today. So, you know, hours before I recorded this. So I'm sure maybe by the time you're listening to this on Monday morning, even more information has come out as far as fans go. I think there's going to be some arenas that say, no, we're not doing anything at first. Um, and then kind of gauge it as it goes along and introduce it. That could be what the Avs do because all of the home games will be played in the home team's arena. There's not bubble cities, uh, bubble towns, or anything like that. They're going to play their division only. We'll get to the division in a minute. Um, But as far as fans go, I think that's going to be uh, a fluid situation as the season goes on. I would venture to guess mo- if if the the vaccine can you know reach a lot of people, I think by the end of the hockey season, if it, if all goes the way it should go, I think you'll see almost every arena with some percentage of people in the arena, not max capacity, but I think every arena should have some people in it by the end of the season. The playoff format, interesting playoff format. So there's four divisions. There's the the North, which is the Canadian division, and the Canadian division is not coming to the United States. They're not having those seven teams come to the United States and play in certain cities uh, in the U.S. They're staying in Canada. And then there's the West, the Central, and the East. So the way the playoffs go are the top four teams make the playoffs. And they play one another. You're almost going to have like four different versions of the final four. So they play two rounds interdivision. So you're going to have one against four, two against three. And then the winners of those two. So each division is going to have one winner. And then those four winners go and play a final, another final four for the cup. So it's going to be a little bit different in terms of how you're matched up. It's not just conferences. It's not two conferences. It's four separate divisions and kind of like a mini tournament within those divisions. So a little bit interesting, a little bit different. Um, And I'll get into the Avalanche specifically uh, in the next segment. But uh, I think think that's going to be a... It's going to be weird. <laughs> it's not going to be our normal hockey season, definitely in terms of length and definitely in terms of playoff. But there's going to be 16 teams. So, uh, you know, and no no um, preseason, like I said before. So it's just off and running. I think people are just excited that we get hockey back in some form. Uh, I don't I'm not a huge fan of this. I, I don't like just playing your division. But what are you going to do? You can't, you know, you can't have it all when it when it comes to this particular season. You, some people are saying, "Well, this could be an asterisk year." I'm I'm not here to debate that. Uh, whoever wins will be a Stanley Cup champion, and I don't think an asterisk will go next to it. I don't really think that it should because everybody's in the same boat. 
when when you want to do asterisks and things like that, it's because not everybody was in the same boat. But everybody here is starting out. Everybody here is going to play 56 games. Everyone's going to have the same amount of uh, players, which you can uh, – they're having a taxi squad again, which I think was – I think it's four to six players you can bring. Three goalies now. And the – the rookie time frame, because before it was 10 games, if you had a rookie playing, they could play up to 10 games before you had to make a decision. If you're keeping them, then you're keeping them for the year. Uh, and then, then their entry-level contract goes into effect after 10 games. I think that's down to seven now. So just say Bo Byram, who is not on, no, is he on his entry-level contract? I think he might. No, he's not because he hasn't played yet. Um so say for him, if he made the team and then played six games and the Avs were like, nope, uh, we don't think we want him up here right now. They send him back to wherever he was playing, WHL, and that does not count against his entry-level contract. So that used to be 10 games because it's a shorter season that's now down to seven games. So there's little things like that, which if you want to get into the specifics and read up and all that stuff, you can, but I think the bottom line everybody's excited about is clearly that the NHL came to an agreement. There will be a season, and it's right around the corner, less than a month away. So uh, that's where we are. We're going to get into the Avalanche division because, like I said, there was a little bit of a wrinkle in a team that we thought might be in it a while ago, and then we started seeing other news Article saying, well, no, they no longer are. And then in the final uh, reveal of these divisions, they were. We will talk about that team specifically. Well, the whole division and that team, you probably know who they are. <laughs> but uh, before we get to that, let's hear from our friends over at Built Bar. And with a new year and with a new hockey year right around the corner, get yourself in shape. Everybody uh, come the new year has a resolution to maybe shed some pounds, go to the gym, start a workout routine. Well, include Built Bar in that routine. Built Bar is the best tasting energy protein bar on the market. Tastes more like a candy bar rather than those gritty, disgusting energy bars. They're covered in 100% chocolate and they're soft and easy to chew. They come in 18 amazing flavors like caramel brownie, cookies and cream, carrot cake, coconut almond, German chocolate cake, peanut butter, banana bread. I can go on and on and on. Go to BuiltBar.com and see all of the different flavors and even other products that they have. They have a great selection of products. Uh, they're great for the health-conscious guy or girl. Lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, and high-fiber. They're great for the keto diet. A flavor profile for any bar could be 19 grams of protein, 180 calories, 5 grams of sugar, 5 grams of net carbs. They're great for you. Go to BuiltBar.com right now. Use the promo code LOCKEDON. You'll get 20% off of your next order. That promo code is LOCKEDON, and 20% comes off of your next order at BuiltBar.com. Okay. So divisions. We all want to know divisions. Let me just load this up here. Uh, for the, for the North, like I said, it's the Canadian division. Uh, no surprise there, you know, with the, with the loan question being, would they make those teams come to 
the United States. They're not making them do that, which is good. So for the West, which is the division the, the uh, Avalanche are going to be in. Of course, you have Anaheim, you have Arizona, you have Los Angeles, you have San Jose, you have Vegas, and St. Louis is coming along. And we had been hearing for kind of a, a while now, like who's that other team going to be? And that other team is Minnesota. We were not, we were thinking Dallas, which would have made that a very top heavy division. And now it's even more top heavy because Minnesota kind of brings that division down a little bit. And you would, I mean, the top three stand out. The top three are Colorado, St. Louis, Vegas. No argument by anybody there. Those three are going to duke it out. Now, if Dallas was in this division, you'd have four solid teams. And it maybe it really wouldn't matter where you finish, the way that these playoffs are designed. If Dallas was in this division, you you would have to assume those are the four teams making it out of that out of that division. And it doesn't matter where you finish, you're gonna have a hard battle round one, no matter who you're playing. With Minnesota in here now, that makes this bottom portion of this division. Five teams. So five teams are going to be, well, I mean, you got Anaheim, Arizona, Los Angeles, Minnesota, San Jose. Who takes that fourth spot? You're probably, you're going to get a playoff team that in any other division probably wouldn't be a playoff team. So I, I don't think it's Anaheim, Arizona. I mean, they are so up and down, but they had a really bad offseason. I think they're going to take a step back. I like what Los Angeles has done, but I don't think they are ready to take that next step up. Minnesota is going to be a struggling team, uh, and San Jose is probably going to be a struggling team. But San Jose knows how to win, I should say, I guess, because they're not that far removed from a deep run in the playoffs. Nobody else really is. So I don't know who that fourth team is going to be. You could really make an argument for any of them. And that's why being the number one seed in this division is huge. Because you are going to go up against an inferior opponent. And, you know, nothing's guaranteed. But you will be playing, like, if you're Colorado and you match up with any of those teams, you want that matchup. And you want to be feeling good going into the next round who your opponent will be Vegas or St. Louis, which is going to be a dogfight. So I'm not saying you're going to skate through that first round, but you will be the dominant team by far. And you would have to think it's going to be something like what the Avalanche and the Arizona Coyotes had last season. Arizona put up a fight, but all they had was Darcy Kemper, and that was it. And, you know, in the end, the Avalanche pretty much enforced their will, and you you knew that was just a matter of time before it was over. That's what you will get in a first-round matchup with this specific division. So, yeah, the Avalanche, all these, you know, Avalanche, St. Louis and Vegas normally are fighting for the number one seed. That That's, it's inherited in you that you're going to do it, but you have that much more incentive to gain that number one seed because of the team that you'll be going up against that I I don't, I don't want to like sound rude or anything or, or, or 
kind of like bring those other teams down. But you can just plow through them and kind of get your playoff legs going against any one of those teams. So it's huge. It's a big deal to be finishing in, in first. Where, like I said, if it was Dallas, yeah, of course you want to finish first because you want to be titled number one. But you would be ha- having in a formidable opponent no matter who it would be if Dallas was in here. But now that it's Minnesota, wow. That, I mean, and what does that say for the whole season? Because that's those are the teams you're playing. You're not going outside of that division. So what does that say for the Avalanche and all these teams, even for Vegas and St. Louis, heading into the playoffs? You're not tested as much as you would be if you were in, say, the East with Boston, an improved Buffalo team, uh, an improved Ranger team, Philadelphia, who's a favorite, Pittsburgh, who's a favorite, Washington, who's a favorite. Those teams are going to be battle-tested in a shortened season when that's all you play, they're going to be duking it out. Where what we got in the West is kind of the total opposite. So this is another little wrinkle into this season uh, when you're just playing your divisions. And uh, the Avalanche probably have one, probably the weakest one, I would say. Mm. People maybe are looking at the Canadian, but I think the Canadian division is solid. You know, even Ottawa, who probably will finish at the bottom, but not by much. They're improved. So uh, we shall see. Let me know what you guys think on on that, on the uh, division, specifically the Avalanche division with Minnesota moving into it, kind of making that division a little bit weaker and not the the best opponents for the Avalanche to season themselves and get themselves ready for the playoffs. And speaking of those playoffs, the Avalanche are the odds-on favorite, and Nathan McKinnon had something to say about that, and it's uh, kind of taken social media by storm. So we will get to that in a brief second, but first we are going to hear from our brand new huge sponsor, betonline.ag. If you are a betting person, I try to be very small because I admit that I'm bad at it doesn't mean I don't like to do it uh, but if if you if you are the betting person online betonline.ag is the way to go football season is in full effect college football heads into the bowl season there are some massive matchups and I know people like to bet on the college football game so the NFL regular season is finishing up and the playoffs are right around the corner. There's only one place that has you covered and one place that we at Locked On trust. That's betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use the promo code Locked On, and you get a 50% welcome bonus. Whatever you put in, they will match it at 50%. So there's NFL games of the week, college football games, with hockey right around the corner if you're a, a better of hockey anything that you want it's a very simple website to use don't sit on the sidelines anymore get in on the action don't forget to use that promo code is locked on and you get 50 percent welcome bonus with your first deposit you're going to be hearing a lot about betonline.aga we're going to be uh pushing these guys a lot because it is a great website uh i i like i said i try Maybe people can give me some pointers because you know what my problem is? I bet with my, I bet with my heart and not with my head. 
and that's the wrong thing to do if you're going to be uh, betting games. You have to remove the emotion out of it and bet on the numbers, and maybe somebody's out there can can help me bet a little bit better because uh, I readily admit I'm not good at it. So please go to betonline.ag, get that 50% welcome bonus by putting the promo code locked on in. All right, so Nathan McKinnon, we know him, we we love him, and I think these are reasons why we love him. He's so just kind of like, eh, whatever. I just want to go out there and play hockey. I just want to go out there and rule the the ice. He was on a podcast, mm, trying to find the name of it. Maybe I'll come across it when I'm when I read this thing, but. Um, and he said, you know, he, he, he knows that they are a favorite to win it. And he knows that he is one of the best players in the league. Uh, but the way he says things, it's like very, so like, yeah, whatever. I, I just know we have to go out there and win. So his first line that he said, oh, the podcast is the high button podcast. Uh, and here's the line quote, I guess we're the favorites or whatever this season. Uh, I guess it's a short year, but we're excited. So, and, and I can only hear, I, I can, I, if I went and actually listened to that audio, I probably know the exact tone in which he said it because he just, that's how he presents himself. But the, I guess we're the favorites or whatever is pretty much taking avalanche fans by storm. You go to an avalanche fan page on Twitter and they've mine included has changed it to fan of the favorites or whatever, Colorado Avalanche. Uh, I think you're going to be seeing this on t-shirts. I think you're going to be seeing signs of this. That's the mentality that this team has. Like, whatever, we're the favorites. We have to go out and prove it. That that means nothing. That means absolutely nothing. Uh, But he he goes on to say, let's see, um, they they, they, would... Asked him about, you know, the loss to the Stars in the playoffs last year and said, what have they learned from it? And he said, I think the big thing is we need to focus on the process of things. We're not going to win a cup in January to start the season or in training camp. We need to take care of training camp, get better every day. I know it's a cliche, but it's true. Play well every night, grow, fix the things, and hopefully head to the Stanley Cup playoffs flying. It's all about the cup for me, and I think guys... And I think the guys on the team. Um, so he's right. But because this is a shortened season, if you don't get off to a fast start, people are going to start pointing fingers and saying, uh, not only like were we wrong, but you better correct this quickly. Because, and maybe this is where the Avalanche division, maybe it benefits them if you do get off to a slow start. This division will allow you to rise through the, the standings quick, maybe a little bit quicker than maybe if you were in the East. So maybe I don't want to say, you know, you don't want to start off slow, but there's give and take. Uh, you know, if you do and you're in the Avalanche division and you're, you know, St. Louis or Vegas or Colorado and you do start off a little bit slow, you should have enough time to correct things. But 56-game season, those games are going to go by quick. Um, And the last thing he said, he was talking about kind of himself and how he never really intended to be one of the best players in hockey. 
and he knew he was a decent player. His goal was to get to the NHL. And he thought that he had a couple, you know, good seasons, his first couple seasons. And then things kind of just took off for him. And the scary thing is, is he feels like he's continuing to get better. Uh, that people should read that and say like, oh boy, <laughs> because the way he is right now is, you know, top three player in the league. So if he feels like he's still getting better every year, um, just watch out. And then the final thing that he says, which you don't think too much about, uh, he's entering his eighth season, which that in and of itself is crazy. Um, all with the avalanche, obviously, but McKinnon said that, you know, him, Gabe Landeskog and Eric Johnson are the only players remaining from McKinnon's first season in 2013-2014. So he said it'd be kind of like an added special touch to to win a championship with those other two guys. This whole team is close. But you know Landeskog and Johnson are really close. And McKinnon's in that group too. So uh, to win one, there, there's a lot of people who would be appreciative of a win. I think those three guys, like that trifecta right there, would kind of be the first guys you see carrying the cup if they were to win it. Probably one, two, three. So we have hockey. And I think everybody is hot as happy that the hockey season is back. And um yeah, we're gonna we're gonna see what storylines come out of it leading up to it. And you can definitely hear that here. Definitely going in, along with our betonline.ag sponsor is our new show locked on bets and that is a daily podcast i'm telling you that maybe that's how i should kind of turn my fortunes around just listen to that show i've listened to the first few and they're really really good they do a really good job of it's short and sweet won't take up too much of your time they give you like kind of three really quick picks of the day kind of like the lock uh they have this one segment called wtf which does not stand what you think it means it stands for it stands for wrong team favored um and then they do a like another segment or two and just give you really good and go make your picks. Maybe I'll do that. Uh, So definitely check out Locked on Bets and absolutely check out Locked on NHL, especially with the news of the season coming back. Uh, You're going to want to be locked on to Locked on NHL for all the latest news and updates of what's going on with the return to play. And definitely check out Locked on Avalanche. We'll be back Wednesday night and uh, probably at the turn of the calendar, I would guess. We'll probably go back to... Uh, everyday shows right before the season starts so uh, stay tuned for that as well all right guys another week of shows ahead and they're good ones because we have hockey so enjoy the week send me some emails or get in touch with me on social media and we'll see you wednesday take care here's jovi go abs go